Welcome back to the Bay Brothers Podcast. Bay Brothers Podcast. Buckle up for an action-packed show with some of the best content in the land. With your hosts, Jack and Andrew. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bay Brothers Podcast. I'm Andrew Hall. He's Jack Deasing. Today is Friday, June 5th, and uh, it's been a kind of a crazy week, but for our final four today, we have uh, aspects that make it, that make up a great weekend, right? Or something around that. Yeah, kind of just like, what would we compile and like our favorite things to do into one weekend if we had the chance have like a completely free weekend, just do whatever you want. So I'll get us started for my first pick. Um, I guess the perfect weekend would be like in summer. So my first pick would be go to a baseball game, um, really anywhere. But if I was in Milwaukee, obviously heading down to Miller Park, just enjoying three hours of the ballpark, that'd be one aspect of a perfect weekend for me. And specifically the Sunday afternoon games. Those are usually my favorite games, I think. Or maybe like a, a Tuesday night game. I'm not a huge fan of the Friday-Saturday night games, honestly. But a Sunday afternoon baseball game is absolutely fantastic. Really? Because I, like, I hate going... Not, not that I hate it, but I do not enjoy as much going to a day game compared to a, a night game, really. I think... I, I think you're right on that. Because I, I like going to baseball games in the weekday, actually, a lot more. But the Friday, Friday or like Saturday night, um, you know, some. I guess it wouldn't really be this summer, but a lot of times there's other stuff going on, especially like in the fall when you got football or uh, you know you have like NBA playoffs and stuff. So you just kind of um, rather be like watching guess, stuff you're saying on like a. But it's in, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it's like a Sunday afternoon, I guess it can get usually hot sometimes. I'm I'm a fan of the weekday games most of all though. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, um, for my first pick, this is one of my favorite things. It's kind of, I picked it up in the last like four months. My friends and I do it every Saturday night, and that is poker night. Uh, I don't know why, but it's just kind of fun. Gambling's a thrill, and it's always really fun. Um, just throwing the chips in. All right, for my uh, next pick, I'm going to go with just like traveling somewhere. Um, if it was like you just drive like, two hours to go somewhere or if you took like a quick plane ride somewhere and just to get somewhere somewhere new um just kind of the adventure of traveling and then actually getting to the destination doing something there so traveling somewhere is my second pick all right for my next pick i'm gonna go with uh, a good breakfast specifically like a good sunday breakfast I think that really hits the spot usually. Um, you know, it's great when you don't really have too much going on. You're able to relax. You're able to kick the feet up a little bit, make yourself a little bacon, a little eggs, a little French toast, a little pancakes, pour yourself a little coffee, sit on the couch, watch your shows, um, you know, do whatever you like to do, read the paper, uh, listen to a podcast, whatever you want. But I always like a good breakfast. For my uh, third pick, I'm going to go with – getting a good workout or running for a lot of people, really most mm-hmm. people, you mm-hmm. know, exercise is always necessary. So I keep it in the mix here for my final four, just because, you know, kind of, 
um, makes makes my day better always and helps me get through a day as well, providing with energy. Are you a morning workout person? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I, it's just so much harder for me to work out at night just because I kind of put that time away to like hang out with people or do other tasks. I like to kind of, you know, put that all in the morning, get it done and get out with the rest of the day. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It's the best when you get up, get your workout done, then you go home, you make your breakfast, then you got the rest of the day to do whatever you want to do. Totally. Um, alrighty, let's see. For my next pick, a uh, big one on this one too, late night like video gaming or uh, a late night movie. Can I combine those? Yeah. Because that's like, yeah, right. they're similar. Yeah. I'm going to combine those. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of these. Starting a movie or you know starting starting a, a football game on video games obviously at like 11:30, 11 o'clock at night. A couple weeks ago, um, I I watched I started Forrest Gump around 11, finished it up at like one, and it was just fantastic. Um, I don't know why, but we've talked about how movies are so much better at night when it's dark out when you're not worried about other things and. I think that's a great aspect of it, and um, I think the weekends are one of the only times where you can do this. So, it has your uh, like off-topic question? Has your like schedule been a little shifted? Are you staying up a little bit later than usual, like twelve, one o'clock? Oh, for sure. It's mine. Mine is weird because usually I actually don't. Um, I usually don't get too tired when, um, when I'm you know, in, in the middle of, you know, school and, you know, working out and where, where my life's really busy. I, I usually don't need too much sleep, you know, six, six and a half is usually what I'll get on a school night. But now it's like, I need more like, and I'm doing so much less. Um, but I think a part of it is the past, this week has been the weirdest or this like past two weeks where it's taken me like an hour and a half or an hour to fall asleep sometimes. Um, so what I've done is cause I, I would go up to bed at like 1130 and then I just sit in there until like 1230. So now I just don't get into bed until 1230. Cause I feel like it was a waste of an hour. Um, if I did otherwise, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause like, so during the school year, I guess you like fall asleep around like 1230, you said 12 o'clock. No, no, no. Uh, during the school year, I probably fall asleep at 11 or 11, 1130, get up at around 630 or 6-ish. Okay, yeah. And now it's 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 hard for me to get up at 7. Yeah, same. I'm I'm on and off. Like, I usually can get up at 7 or a little bit earlier, but there's some days where it's like, you know, if you don't wake up at 7, like, nothing really matters, you know? Like, I'm still going to get the exactly. things done. So yes. it's like <laughs> that motivation is lost a little bit there. I mean, not saying it's all lost, but, you know, I think it's for a lot of people. Focus is is very difficult at this time. That's why if you have like a practice, like I usually have swimming practice at seven on Saturday mornings. So I'm usually up at 630 or 615. But now let, let's say I set the alarm for 615. The alarm sounds. What am I going to get up to? Watch some TV? You know, yeah, exactly. It's not some real motivation. Yeah. All right. For my last pick, I'm going to go with uh, going to a water park. Um, a big fan of water parks. I like them more than amusement parks and water parks. I don't know all the slides, all the, you know, the lazy river. I'm always, I've always been in on water parks. I love swimming, you know, sit on the sun, maybe get a little slushy or something like that. I don't know. 
It's all it's all out there. All right, for my last pick, I'm gonna go with the weather. Now I gotta explain this one. So I like it when on Saturday. Well, okay, Friday. Um, I like it, you know, nice and sunny out, uh, clear skies. Um, you know, you're clear to hang out at night outside. It's nice and warm out. Um, obviously that Saturday, same type of weather. I want clear skies, maybe a little bit of clouds, but sunny, mid seventies, little wind. But on Sunday, I do like it when it rains. Um, sometimes not too much, but if you get like three or four hours of rain in there, uh, I like that on a Sunday. So that's part of the weekend that if I were to make a picture perfect weekend in my utopian society, that would be it. So what? But why would you want it to rain? Like, what, what is that helping you? There's not, you don't like it when it rains a little bit, like even on a, a, a weekday, like, and it's just kind of relaxing. I mean, not really. Like, I'd really have it be like as hot and as like clear I think as a possible. lot of people like it when it rains sometimes. I mean, maybe for a little bit, just to help. Like, I mean, I'm not like an owner of like, I'm not like trying to keep keep a lawn intact or like some flowers or something maybe for those people but i think oh it's not about that at all i just like the rain really i like i just pass in the rain let's just have clear skies and be outside whenever we can don't have to worry about that all right we can agree to disagree on that one um honorable mentions um i have uh just like creating something um either it's like building something or like uh, a, a video or playing like making up a game uh, I got like just like going downtown I love kind of like love any big city so just like seeing all of that in totality I have like a little bit of work you know exercise and working on school work or doing your job but a, a lot of relaxing you got to have the ratio right on a weekend that is for sure All right, now we're going to do soft tissue and tough cookie. Andrew, get us start with your tough cookie today. All right, tough cookie is sports. Sports are coming back, people, and that's really exciting. I don't think I've ever been more excited. And we talked about this about two months ago at the start of quarantine or whenever we started three months ago. But when sports do come back, it's just going to be the greatest conglomerate of sports collection and playoff games and intense sports that we've ever seen. Um, baseball, you still got some work to do. You know, go figure that out. Do what you got to do. But I think baseball is still going to come back. You got to stay optimistic here. But NBA, they just came out with the format. 22 teams coming back. Hockey, they're coming back. And I think I might get into the hockey playoffs. Are you feeling that too? Because I think I, I really will. I'll pick up a team. Yeah, I mean, I maybe the Flyers. Yeah, I, that's who you. Like. Yeah, I always got the Flyers. Um, I usually hop on the bandwagon of the Flyers late. I, I keep, I keep tabs on them throughout the I year. Mean, the, the, um, I mean, playoff. I've I've watched playoff hockey before, like a game seven. It's just as thrilling as any other sport. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, the fans are always really into it. Um, and yeah, I mean, the Flyers had a bad season last year. They're um really low in the Eastern conference, but now this year they've kind of been in the middle of the pack. I think, you know, before everything shut down, they're going to be a six, seven seed and be in the mix to win a series. So with, uh, Um, with, with, uh, hockey and the NBA, which is coming back first. Is it, is NBA like scheduled to be, I think it's hockey hockey. Okay. Cause NBA is not coming back till July 31st. 
Has, has hockey set a date yet or no? I don't know, but I know they're coming back. And then my other sport that I didn't say is um, the UFC. Next week they'll be announcing the location of uh, their fight island. So they're going to move all their fights to one place, really? Maybe, but the whole idea was, you know, UFC is a very global organization. They have a lot of fighters from around the world. And right now they're not flying in international people into uh, into U.S. territory. So they're going to fly them into an international island somewhere. You know, all Dana White says that you need a passport to get there, but he won't reveal the location. But anyways, I'm just pumped for this fight island thing. And actually tomorrow night there's supposed to be uh, – uh, a decent amount of fights, so I might tune into that um, tomorrow night, I guess. All right, for my uh, tough cookie, I did. Oh, oh, oh! I forgot to say, have you been watching watching the Bundesliga at all? Um, I I've watched them in the past, like you know, like not during this, but I the Bundesliga is, is quality soccer. Um, they have some good teams, but no, I I haven't watched them currently. Yeah, because right I now. tune in on Saturday mornings usually. Like on the on the daily or like just during quarantine. No, no. No, no, just during quarantine. Okay. Yeah, I usually watch um, a little Bundesliga or a little pr- Premier League on Saturday mornings. It's kind of it's it's a culture in America of the Saturday mornings kind of thing. It's it's kind of weird, but it's cool as well. Mm-hmm. All right, for uh, my tough cookie, I'm gonna give a shout to all the protesters. Um, the podcast we don't get very political often, but I just like to um, give thanks to them for you know spreading the word um, uh, and. Th- Fighting the good fight, I guess, really, and doing what they ju- feels right. Alrighty, for my soft tissue, um, Jack and I started a Strato tournament on uh, Wednesday. I think we, you know, divvied up the cards. We had a, a draft of who we wanted. We're doing ten pools of three, so we'll do a little round robin action, get a little tournament in. Um, but anyways, we played one game on Wednesday. It was uh, A's versus, was it Cardinals? No, Astros, Astros. Yep. A's, A's, versus Card- or A's versus Astros. Um, Jack ended up winning 9-4. to four. So, you know, my pitching, that's my soft, my pitching for the A's is my soft tissue of the week. Uh, but speaking on that note, we had a lot of good buzzer jokes. Yeah, I mean, just scoring nine runs for the Astros. We were thinking about putting um, some sort of restriction on them. We did not. Yeah, some sort of penalty um, on them. Maybe we should. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know like well, how to do it because I, we don't know exactly like how much that really affected them. Maybe we do need to put some restriction. If you guys have any suggestions, leave a comment below with that. But um, we a lot of good yeah, buzzer well, jokes with that. You no, know, Jose Jose Altuve went yard, and Jack goes must have got must have got the buzzer for the curveball. Yeah, and Springer went yard twice. Correa went yard once, or maybe Correa went yard twi- twice, and it was Springer hit one. But it was like four or five home runs in that in that one game, scoring nine runs. So the Astros coming hot early in the Strato tournament. How about for the twenty sided dice or for the twenty sided die, like when it when you have to roll for it, uh, they get like minus minus one or something. You know, when it's like line out 1 to 12. Or, you know, single 1 through 12, line out 13 through 20. Yeah, it would probably have to be more than minus 1. It would probably have to be like minus like 3 or 4 maybe. Because the odds are, I mean, if it's like single 1 to 12, I mean, like, if you do 1 to 11. Probably not many people play Strata here, so I don't think we have to explain it. Yeah, I mean, if if you guys want to get into it, 
you, you can email us or something. <laughs> All right. Um, for my for my soft tissue, I'm just gonna kind of make a general statement of like the coronavirus and where we're at right now. I kind of want to call it, I guess, like stage two, if you will, and how we kind of ended the lockdown a week and a half ago or so, and we're in this kind of um, mishmash stage of things are opening, things are not opening, and it's kind of it's at a point where you're just kind of unfulfilled all the time because you want to do all these things and you kind of feel like you're out and about, but you're really not. And you're kind of have, have these invisible barriers before it was a clear wall between you and others. And it was a clear wall between you and your barber shop or your favorite restaurant. Now it's these invisible walls where we cannot really fully penetrate, um, everything, but we're kind of in an arm's reach, which is kind of making everybody, um, not really sure of how to how to proceed for the next really year and everything it's it's a sad state but it is what it is at this point i guess and on a brighter note of that um the unemployment numbers were pretty good as of this morning according to the department of labor so that's good and now we're just gonna touch on some two questions um have a little time to think today so my first question to you andrew is do people um, have a right to be happy. So does every person who ever is born have a right to be happy or should they have to earn their happiness throughout their life? This is a weird question, but um, how'd you come up with this, by the way? Shower thoughts or what? You know, shower thoughts, doing research, all the kind of compiles together here. Um, I'm going to go with the first option where everyone has a right to be happy. I think that's one of your fundamental rights and according to John Locke, you know, every person has the right to, you know, we said in the Declaration of Independence, um, you have the right to, you know, freedom, property, and the pursuit, what is it? The pursuit the, yeah, of happiness. Yeah. It's in the Declaration of Independence. All men are created equal by endowed by their creator that they have the unalienable rights to, uh, wow, why am I blanking on this? I should know this. But you're saying like the, the blanket of blank and the pursuit of happiness thing? Yeah. Um, you give your take and I'll come back with the Declaration of Independence. Okay. okay? Well, I'm going to flip that around you. I'm going to go the other way and say that um, you have to earn your happiness. And the reason I say that is because when you said the pursuit of happiness, you forgot the word pursuit. Pursuit meaning you have to go for it. You have to go get it. Um, happiness is not a staple for everybody. Not everybody is happy. And I think that's one of the important things of life is is finding your true happiness. If everybody yeah, but can both of these thing can't both of these things be true? Like, why can't everyone everyone has the right to um, peaceful protest? But you have to go protest if you want to do it. Like, you have to pursue happiness if you want to get happy. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody has a right to be happy, but I think that like it's somewhat earned in the sense of like finding it. Like everybody should and can be happy, but I don't think it's like just uh, like put upon you from birth. Like there is, there's stages where it has, it's going to come and it's going to go. Oh yeah. I'm with you on that. Sorry. I must've misunder. I, I didn't really fully understand the question, but back to the declaration of independence, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life, liberty. Okay. Yeah. But actually, Thomas Jefferson wanted to write property, but um, the other delegates, they actually wanted to write The Pursuit of Happiness. Quick history fact there. 
That's good. Uh, yeah, I would totally go with Pursuit of Happiness. I'd be on the other side with those guys. All right. It's a great song, Kid Cudi. <laughs> that is true. All right, for the second question here, um, what is the purpose of our emotions as human beings? <laughs> you really got deep here. Um, what is the purpose of our emotions? Like to express how you're feeling. Well, I can't use feeling when I'm talking about this. Uh um yeah to express uh what your can i use feeling or no i just just try to explain the best you can like in whatever you're, you're saying what is the purpose of our emotions to display our feelings and our emotions about um you know certain topics and stuff uh i just think it's like natural psychology that we show emotions towards different subjects towards different actions, towards different events that happen. Yeah. So for me, purpose of emotions, like I think for me and a lot of other people, I think emotions sometimes get get put on the back burner and um, like projects and, you know, work and school and sports kind of get pushed to the forefront and your emotions kind of take a back seat. And I think emotions are there to kind of, kind of knock on the door of, of work and productivity and kind of say, Hey, like, listen to me so we can, so we can work through these emotions so we can experience things. So, you know, like sadness or disappointment, um, you know, it's kind of there to, to help you realize what, what's important in life. And like, just like happiness is there when you, when you feel happy, whatever you just did, do that again, like to keep gaining that happiness you have to you have to reflect and you feel that emotion and keep finding it keep searching you know and i think you know the flip side of like like sadness and things we have to we have to learn from that sadness and kind of sit in that um that that state um of of emotions for a while and kind of learn from it and we can kind of understand how our body works and how um we respond to different situations and that is getting deep with the Bay Brothers. All right, and that's uh, it today for the Bay Brothers podcast. This is episode one hundred and twenty-one. And uh, once again, you can email us at baybrothers twenty eighteen at gmail dot com. That's baybrothers twenty eighteen at gmail dot com. You can tweet us at baybrothers one at at our own accounts at Andrew Hall underscore two and at DC and Jack. All of that will be linked below. But for now, we're going to close you with. Mr. Angel by Tommy Newport, and we'll see you next time.